Why is it that I am speaking to you that you are sons and daughter of the living God? The moment you're born again, you're a Christian. The word of God is always telling us, therefore, if any man be in Christ, behold, he is a new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And you are not just so-called Christian. You have been anointed as in the body of Christ because the word of God has already been speaking to our lives. Even Jesus himself spoke that John, John himself in St. John chapter 1, verse 14. Even them that believe and receive to them, give them power to become the son of the living God. Being words as a Christian is just a word, but there is beyond a being words as a Christian. That's what I told you before in Acts chapter 11, uh, that it was been first time everyone being called a Christian. Because of the anointed one, Christ himself. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Establish yourself on being in the spirit of sonship. The Bible, he said, when, when Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 3, verse 23, to 26. What is it when we establish ourselves? Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, which is the Ten Commandments, which is Apostle Paul in speaking to the Jewish brothers community. He's not speaking to the Gentiles. That's why I taught before I have the teaching you have to know where is he, the disciples, the apostles speaking towards to, what dispensation of time, what time it is, what is their tradition. He's speaking to the Jewish people when he's speaking about Galatians chapter 3.23. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, speaking to the Jewish people, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith, in Christ Jesus. What is that mean by faith in Christ Jesus? The Bible says in Romans 10 verse 17. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. Jesus is the only way to the Father. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. By faith, we have to believe and receive him that he is our Lord and Savior. Everybody have a chance to receive them, but everyone, not everyone received him. Someone just denied him. 
John 14, verse 6, He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's speaking about your spirit being that you are sons and daughters of the living God. The moment you receive Him, your personal Lord and Savior, it is the intimate relationship between you and God. You will not never know about God if you have that personal relationship, if you don't have that personal relationship to Him as Lord and Savior. That's why Apostle Paul is speaking about in Galatians. It is the Christ so important that we received him, the anointed one. That the Bible has been speaking all the time when we speak about, are you in Christ Jesus in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30? Are you in Christ Jesus? It's not a question. It is of uh, speaking to you. Are you in Christ Jesus? Yes, you are in Christ Jesus. First of all, your spirit being, the moment is born again, Jesus Christ made unto you wisdom. Wisdom. Number two, Jesus Christ made unto you righteousness. Your spirit being is righteous. That you have the right standing with God. That you can come to boldly to his throne of grace. Because you have the right standing with God. Because of Christ have done, have done at the cross at Calvary. Number three, Jesus Christ made unto you sanctification. You know what sanctification is? Holiness. The same as holiness. Number four, Jesus Christ made unto you redemption. Because of his precious blood, it washes you white as snow. Therefore, your spirit being is heaven bound. It's not in the way to heaven. Because it is the unmerited favor of God that you are saved by his grace. You are saved by grace. Therefore, you establish yourself self as the sonship of God and daughters of the living God. We have been purchased with a price. We have been, been purged away. We have been washed with his precious blood. Just like a child needs a guardian to guide him in his Ways only until he reaches maturity. We also no longer need the law, our guardian, when we are justified by faith and mature as fully grown sons of God. This does not mean that we have to license to sin. It simply means that we do not need to be instructed by the Ten Commandments. Commandments because as believers, the law is written in our hearts and we are guided by the leading of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We are being written by the Holy Ghost in our heart. The love of God is a shade abroad in our heart, written by the Holy Ghost. That's why in the prophecy he said, I will write my laws into your mind, and I will put my laws into your heart. He took away the heart of stone. Do you know what the heart of stone? It was the Ten Commandments. He took it away. God, he walked with us. He loves us that he took it away. For Christ, he said here. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. There are different Greek words for sons depending on their level of maturity. A child's infancy is called a nephews in Greek. 
while a full-grown mature son is referred to as hoyos. This word hoyos carries dignity. It is dignified to be a son of God. Being a son of God is more dignified than a being a disciple. I mean that as the heir as long as B is a child, Nepius in Greek, infant, is no different from a slave through, though he is the owner of everything, but he is under guardians. Brother and sister, the moment you renewed your mind who you are in Christ Jesus, that is not religion can, that you can reach to God. It's always been that intimate relationship with Him by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Spirit. The Word of God said, unless a man be drawn by the Holy Spirit, you will not be saved. We need to pray that the Holy Spirit will draw the people in to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it is appeared to all men, all grace appeared, appeared to all men. In Titus 2.11, he appeared to everyone. Everyone have a chance to receive him, but not everyone received him. Grace has already been available 2,000 years ago after he rose from the dead. It is already made available, and the Bible says for grace, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. To all, to all men. Do you know what it means, salvation? It is being born again. That what John the Baptist was asked, uh, John said to him, Jesus Christ, what must I do to be born again? Do I need to go back to my mother's womb? Jesus Christ, you must be born in the spirit and in water. In John chapter 3, you must be born again. It doesn't mean that when you, when you're, when, and I hear this so many times, when you're man, when, 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 when you're, uh, when, when you are, uh, you cannot go to heaven. You cannot be heaven your home. By your parents' prayer, by your, by your husband's prayer, by your, by your, uh, 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 by your boyfriend's prayer, by your sister's prayer. By, it is with you and God to believe by faith and receive him as your personal Lord and Savior. No one can bring you. If, if it is so, there will be a lot of rich people be in heaven. Because see, just pay somebody to pray their way home. Their way. <laughs> this is the unmerited favor. We don't earn it. We don't earn it. We don't deserve it. It is God's unmerited favor. There is a prayer that we can pray for the sick to be healed. There is a prayer that we can ask the Holy Spirit to draw them people in to be saved and born again. Jesus said it to himself, unless my father drew you into me. There's no. Because Jesus Christ, he already explained to everyone around him. Go verse 12 in that. Titus 2, 11 and 12. Look at this. 
teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. How do we do that? How do we receive that? God, in Galatians chapter 4, verse 1 and 7, from Galatians chapter 4, Galatians chapter 4, 1, 1 through 7, he explained here, Apostle Paul himself, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, because he came from the law. <laughs> Verse 5, he said here, To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Hallelujah. And verse 8. It's so important when we study the Word of God. He'll explain to it. However, then, when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them which by nature are no gods. But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements Whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage. He's speaking to the Jewish people. As long as he is a child, it's no different than a slave. Because he's speaking here. When you go back to the law, you're still in elementary. You cannot fulfill the law. Only one fulfilled the law. His name is Jesus Christ. Only one can love God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all his strength. Is the one is Jesus Christ. He's the only one. He fulfilled everything. What he has already. When the moment you keep listening to this preaching about grace, you will make up your natural mind. That's why when, when, when we ask for wisdom, Apostle uh, James said, whoever lacketh wisdom, ask of God. He's talking about your natural thing. But you already have, your spirit being is complete in Christ. As he is in heaven, so are you in the earth. That's what's talking about, is this spirit being. God can only minister to us in this spirit. Because when Jesus said, the true worshiper must worship God in the spirit because God is spirit. In John chapter 4, verse 24. It's so powerful it's to, to be clearly to understand. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in the spirit and in truth. 
And Jesus said all to all the, the Jewish people in John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. When you continue my word, he said, indeed. Then Jesus said to those Jewish people which believe in him, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Where is this truth came from? In John chapter 1 verse 17, the law is given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. It's always been came. See, do you have to distinguish? What are we in, in that? What are we listening at? Are we in the law or are we in the grace? Because this is a covenant of grace. We're living in the covenant of grace, which is under the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You are one with Jesus alone. Him to express himself in you. To him alone, he will express himself in you. The Bible said, now that we are under the new covenant, we are one with Jesus. He lives in us and leads us from within. Don't fall from the high place that God has given you. The Lord has given you the spirit of sonship. Every time you go back to the law, you will fall from grace. Because if you look at the Ark of the Covenant, there are two cherubim in the top. And the moment Jesus Christ died at the cross of Calvary, his precious blood, he was sprinkled on the top of the tabernacle. That's what the high priest, the Jewish people, keep going back to sacrifice for the atonement of their sin for a season, for a year. For a year, they sacrifice the blood of the animals. But once and for all, Jesus Christ Sacrifice, the only way the Father see, the mercy see, is the blood. The tabernacle, the top. The law is put under. Every time you are in the high grace, every time you go back to the law, you dig in yourself, go back to the works. That's why I pass up. God is your Father. God has many names, but Father is the name Jesus came to reveal. I preach to you. Experience when he received a revelation from the Lord and the spirit of sonship. I'm, when I was praying, when you pray to God, when you believe, that you have the revelation, that you are sons of daughter of the living God. All the, the bad habit, the addiction, everything, it will be disagreed. It'll be, it'll be dissolved. Because you start believing in it. You believe that do you have the righteousness of God in you. The second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. He became sin for, for you and me. He knew no sin. 
that through him we might have the righteousness of God in him, who is the Christ Jesus. And the Bible said also in First John chapter 4, verse 4, 4, Greater, my little children, you overcome him with us in the world, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Christ lives in you. You have everything that have purchased at the cross at Calvary. You've been redeemed. You've been It's important for us to establish ourselves in the spirit of sonship and be conscious of our position as a sons and daughter of the living God. We cannot come to God. We come to God, we cry, Abba, Father. That's why we started praying every time. We don't sit to God. We don't come to God, oh God. We are come to God as a father. We come to him as a father. Father, that's what prayer all the time. Father, I come to you. In the name of Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help a time of need. He wants you to come to him as a son, boldly to his throne of grace, not even begging for God to answer everything what you have been asking him. He don't want you to beg you. He wants you to with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, with the joy that inside beyond in you, inside of you, the joy of being the son of the living God. Example how we can pray with the spirit of sonship. Our prayer die like this on how we can pray with the spirit of sonship. When it comes to praying for healing, this is what we should pray. Father, I am your son. When you stop applying this, Father, I am your son. You are my father, and I know you want me to have this more than I want it. Father, you want me healed because you love me. Father, thank you that this is the children's bread and received it. The father... His pleasure to give you the kingdom. What is the kingdom of God? When the John the Baptist said, the kingdom repent, because the kingdom of God is at hand. He only preached to the Jewish people. The kingdom of God is at hand. The moment you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, you brought heaven down inside of you. You are heaven bound. That's the kingdom of God inside of This is who you are. Come boldly to your heavenly father who loves you. That's why when you have problem with every symptoms and every addiction, all you have to do, I said, Father, you want me healed as much as I wanted healed. You love to see me that I walk in this divine health. You love to see me that I walk in the scriptures. Do you know what the glory of God, when it's come upon you, when you walk in this newness of life, by his stripes, you are healed. And therefore, when when you walk in it, that you are walking in this divine health, that's why the glory of God is showing in your life. Amen. 
That's the truth. When he said, come boldly to the throne of grace, like did the prodigal son. This is the parable of prodigal son in Luke chapter 15 from 11 to 37. There is a, a prodigal son that he come to his father. That he said, Father, I want to come to you. I want to get all my inheritance. I want to take it now. But he is a good father. He gave it to his son. And all what he had, what he has, he's got to be very rich. That's the pictures of our heavenly father. And then he spent it all. That he become hunger. And he was famine in the land. And he has to work for the swine. Where the people that feed the swine. Even the swine's food, he loves to eat it. He wants to eat it to fulfill his, his stomach. But he said to himself, he came to himself. He said to himself, repenting himself, changing his mind towards his father. He said, oh, my father, there's so many servants. And they eat better than this. I go to my father. I want to get a job. Do you know what his father did? Far away. He looked at his son coming down, and he said before he even spoke the word, Father, before he could even say, forgive me, he said his father said, give him a big kiss, hug, and everything. Do you know what the Jewish law is? When you sin against in the Jewish law, and their Jewish law, they shower them with stone. They kill them with stone. Do you know what the father is? The new covenant? The father gave him a hug, shower him with kisses and love. Do you know what he said? He said to his, father, to his servant, bring the best robe. Give it to my son. And then give him the best sandal. Give him a sandal. Do you know what? In the law, when God, the law was given to Moses, God said, take off thy sandals. This is a holy ground. Grace, give me the best, give me the sandal. I want to put it on. And God put you, he put the sandal on. That's the love of the Father. If you look at that. Grace is always supply, supply, supply. The law is always demand, demand, demand. Which covenant you want to be? We're not even under the, we're not even, we are, we are Gentiles. There's a difference. That's why Apostle Paul is preaching to all that. See, it is so important to understand being a sonship. When Jesus preached this parable, he was revealing the Father's heart to us and those who heard him. God so loves us so much that he wants us to walk in divine help. God can only do, can only, his word can only perform in your lives with your cooperation. It is the battleground is in our mind. If the devil can putting you in the state of you are sick, you are this, you have to be, the rest of your life, you have to continue in that. I'm not against it, but that's why we're minister. The, you, we impart to you this fivefold ministry, the apostleship, the prophets, 
the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers, that you will be the perfecting of the saints, perfecting of the saints, which is we are saints in God's. We're no longer sinners. We're no longer a nature of sins. We are saints. That's what he's talking about. You want to walk in this divine health, divine prosperity? You speak what God wants you to speak in your life. Look at yourself being healed. Look at yourself, you start dancing again. Look at yourself, you start singing again. Look at yourself, you start, you start seeing again that you can see in your eyes. I look at myself, and someone asked me, said, boy, you don't wear glasses, huh? I said, you know, I have, I have a 20-20 vision. I have, because that's what God put in my eyes. I have it. I look at myself in the mirror, and I say to myself, you young-looking you, I have to speak to myself. I thank you, Father, you love me. Thank you, Lord. It's not, you, you have to brag to your father what he gave you. Thank you for the gift. Thank you that you love me, father, that you give me already the kingdom. Help me to receive it. And then I always go up the scripture. Isaiah 40, verse 31. He did wait upon the name of the Lord. This will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. I even went fast with you about the parable of the prodigal son. I just touched base with you a little bit. There are a lot of explanation. That's why I encourage everybody when the moment is not because oh, I got to be in this church because my ancestor went there. I got to be in this uh, sick because this is what my ancestor, they woke up. I'm telling you, your ancestor is not going to bring you to, to heaven. It's you alone. But they that wait upon the name of the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. I am redeemed. I have the wisdom of God in my side, my spirit. I have the righteousness of God. I have the sanctification of God. I have the redemption of God. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. Therefore, I've been delivered. I've been purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's why it is so important to understand that I'm not preaching to you about religion. I'm preaching to you about grace. Be established in this grace. They are beasts. You'll be stronger and stronger. You will see your lives change. You will see. You want to see your life change? Speak how God wants you to speak. Speak to God like you miss your father, that he loves you so much. Pray to God, the father, this is what you want me to be. But help me with my unbelief that I have not received. It. It's not manifesting in my body. Therefore, I believe it. I received it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm going to lay hands on everyone to, today because the healing is here. All that. Father, I thank you.